Welcome to the Busy Mumsy Podcast. I'm your coffee-infused host, Ashley Verma, and I'm here to share all my ups, downs, and all-arounds of being a mom to my gorgeous Adia, owning a fitness business called Define London, and truly managing being a unsingle single mom as we cheer on my husband and his amazing business in Uganda. Oh, yes. Oh, oh. Is this a mic check? You heard that right. Uganda, and he is not doing the daily commute. So each week, I will be joined by a fellow inspiring, thriving, and surviving busy mumsy. We all need to take a deep breath together. We try, we navigate, and not be too hard on ourselves. I get it. I am human, and failures simply happen. I am not shiny, and I am never filtered unapologetically. I am, at its best and worst, busy mumsy. Oh, my busy mumsies, it's a day to say, who are you going to call when things get crazy in the parenting land? Well, on today's show, we are calling Annie Potts. Annie Potts is famed and a fixture on the silver screen, known for her roles in Ghostbusters, Designing Women, and my personal favorite, Pretty in Pink, and now starring as Meemaw in Young Sheldon. So please welcome Annie Potts. Annie Potts, welcome to the Busy Mumsy podcast. Thank you. I'm so happy to be here. I am so thrilled that you are here. You are a mom of three, a grandma of one. So who are you going to call? Uh, who, I know. Just, yeah, no. just, so, just me. Uh, yes. And another one on the way. We have another, another, all boys, all, you know, my, I have three sons and, and they, and, they brought me two grandsons. It's like, come on, somebody bring me a little girl, but not a prissy one. I don't want a prissy one. I don't want somebody who only wears tiaras and pink things. Oh, uh, well, I, I, I was just thinking, well, mine is a little bit prissy. She's high maintenance right now. And I'm, I, I'm like really in the bottom of the pool with the terrible twos. It, oh yeah. Well, how, how old is she? Two. She's two. She's two in like two months. And she is like tantrums. Like we're like really trying to like work through it. Like, cause currently I'm traveling, I'm, I'm visiting my brother right now. So I'm in Virginia. So she's a bit jet lagged. She's not on her schedule. Right. And so I literally was just outside, like walking with her around the neighborhood to just get out her like like I, I want to watch TV. I want to watch Coco Melon. And you're just like, no, like you need to be active and play. Well, she's exhausted too. She doesn't know where she is. She doesn't know what she wants. So, right. you know, that I, that's the, it's the only downside to uh, traveling with them. I, I mean, I drug mine all over hell's half acre and, uh, um, till they didn't even, my oldest son didn't even remember home at one point. I, he was about her age and I, I, I don't know, I'd been someplace making a movie and I said, you know, we're going to go home soon. And he went, Oh, what, what is that? And I said, Oh, you remember, you remember. I said, uh, you know, we have a blue door and he went, yes. And a cat. So, you know, they just, they, they just flow with it. <laughs> um, they, they, it's okay. Just make them do it. Just, you know, put, Put uh, those things they give you on the airplane where that you just put things in your ears. Just keep yeah. smiling at them and tell them they're fine. 
No, I know. I, I do. I think um, she actually is an absolute brilliant flyer. Like she tra- like she's got a lot of air miles on her already. And I'm very thankful that she just goes with the flow when it comes to that. But now that we're like in one place and the suitcase is out and we're settled, she's just a bit, I, you know, I, I, I she's just a bit full on right now. So um, in regards to the comment of the tiara and the pink right now, I'm living in the world of terrible twos, tiaras and pink. And I'm hoping that I will smoothly transition out of this in the foreseeable fingers crossed future. Yeah, I, so. I, I found the odd years harder than, you know, the, the twos and the fours. One, three, and five were harder. I, and I, so I think it's a bit, in my case, it was a bit of a misnomer. But, you know. All right. Well, it, 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 is, it, it always is different for everyone. But I actually want to go back to 19, was it, is it 81 that you had your first? Yes. Back, yes. back to 81, because this is really the, the kind of the catapult of your career as well. Yes. How, how, how was it working in the industry of TV and film and the land of Hollywood? And, you know, that is in itself, you know, crazy now. And so back in 1981, you fall pregnant and you are, you know, really like just trucking along and your name is now getting attached to big blockbuster movies. Yes. But the first year actually of his life, the actors went on strike and for a year. So there was nothing I could do but to, you know, I just sat on the bed with him for the first year and played with him. And I was so happy to do that. Uh, it was the last time I had any time off for the last 40 years, I think. Um, and I didn't have that kind of time with my other two sons. You know, it was just like I just kind of had them in the rice paddy, grabbed them up and went to the next field. Um, and uh so I kind of regret that I, I didn't have that kind of time with them, but um, they, they seem to, to be pretty awesome. So, Well, that's good. Well, because you're pretty awesome. So, you know, you are, you are, you are the reflection of your children. So. Well, they, they ground the reflection of you, that is. I'm sorry. <laughs> Screwed that one up. You know, I think it, it was, it was a, the 80s were a wacky time in Hollywood. I mean, come on, it's always a wacky time here, but uh, it was it was especially frothy then. And uh, they just my kids totally balanced me out and was like, okay, this is you know, uh, get to get your sea legs here. And it's really ultimately why I I didn't. I thought I didn't want to do TV. I was having a very nice film career. And then my first son, you know, we'd been on the road for like five years, four years. And um, he wanted to play soccer. He wanted, you know, he wanted to have a little boy's life with, you know, a sandbox in the backyard and uh, a, a soccer game and friends that he could count on. So, I was offered designing women and uh, I was like, oh boy, oh boy, what a sacrifice. And uh, anyway, you know, it was, um, it, 
he made me a household name and you know uh I can't say that it was a bad thing but I mean, you mean to play the iconic role of Mary Jo yes Mary yeah jo. yeah and a single um, mom how was that for you playing such an iconic role well you know when you're in the middle of it you don't know that it is you know yeah. it's just uh uh um I mean I guess in some things, if you're doing the second Star Wars, then you know you're doing so. Um, but I mean, actually, uh, Ghostbusters was that for, for me. But uh, it was just a really good gig. It got me settled. And I very, very shortly after I took that role, I became a single mother. And so it was, uh, I knew... I was so grateful for, to have steady employment, you know, at the time because I was, I was it tag. I was it. And how, so were you able to take your, your little one to the set and everything? How was that for, how was Hollywood accepting of, you know, bringing the family on set? Uh, you know, they, I, they were always great. I, you know, um, he, uh, when we started that show, he was just starting to ride a tricycle, I think. And by the time we finished that show, seven years later, he was on rollerblades, dodging between the cameras. And um, I'm, I, I, work, I work on the same lot. I work at Warner Brothers now. And uh, uh, not a day goes by that I'm walking around that lot that I don't think I'm going to see him wheeling around on his... Uh, his uh, his bicycle with training wheels. Oh, that's so sweet! Well, it's amazing that you're you're now back on the lot um, now in Young Sheldon. Mm -hmm. And your season, are, how many seasons Five. are you? Five? We're going into six. Oh my goodness! Yeah, my dad was the biggest fan of The Big Bang Theory. Oh. And I mean, I, I actually can look over to the refrigerator now and see Bazinga on the fridge because they have all of the magnets and everything from it. So I love that the the offshoot from that was created. That is young Sheldon. And now you play Mima. So you went from playing the iconic role that is Mary Jo on Designing Women. And now you are sassy, just I'm a sassy. sassy. I, I used to be a sassy young woman. Now I'm a sassy old woman. <laughs> so how has that transition been for you, Annie? You know, it's it's always been pretty much in line with who I was. So <laughs> uh, it's I, I mean I love it. I uh, I I love the kids. They're really sweet. They write great for me. I live next door to the. I mean, I could literally walk to work if I wanted to. And so I'm, uh, I, I'm super happy doing that. Oh, that's wonderful. So, so I, I had recently seen that you had to go through, um, ankle surgery. Yes. How is, oh my goodness, how she puts a leg up. <laughs> you better be putting a leg up. Yes. I, I had an ankle replacement. Who knew oh. they did those? Oh my gosh, I didn't know they did those. Not too many people would do them, but um, 
I had to do one. I was in a car accident when I was 21. Drunk drivers hit me, and I broke every bone below my waist but one. So I've had a lot of repair work to do over the last 49 years. Um, and this latest one, I had to have my ankle replaced. But it's been sort of a, no pun intended, a walk in the park. Um, it's, I mean, I haven't been able to like put it down for six weeks or so. And uh, I'm really over it right now, like super over it. But I can take the boot off and I can swim now, which is what has kept me um, that's my go-to uh, exercise. If I if I didn't swim, I would be in in a locked cell someplace. So it's just another little hitch because I've got these grandchildren now, and I need to run after them. So are they all living nearby? Um, well, our our we have one who's ten months old. They live down in New Orleans, so they're they're a little far away, but they visit a lot. And uh, then my oldest son and his wife are about to have a baby here in Los Angeles. So I'll appreciate having him closer. Oh, that's wonderful. Well, yeah, the, the bond of family, you know, you, 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 when you do a show, you all like, you know, TV, film, musical, you, you have that family, but there's nothing like the actual blood yeah. and having that around. And, you know, it's, it's always comfort, right? Always always so um i'm 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 uh i'm i'm looking forward to being useful to my children again you know <laughs> oh I, I have no doubt that you are very much useful you, you, that just because you're scooting around right now annie doesn't mean that you're not useful <laughs> but you know it's shocking when they get to be a certain age and you go oh you're going out you know you should grab a jacket and they look at you like are you out of your fucking mind? Don't you think I'm grown up enough to know when I need a jacket or not? I mean, they're like 40 and it's like, you know, get a, get, get a puffy jacket, just, just something light. And they, please. Well, you know what? I have to say this. I, I, I'm 41 and my brother is 44, 44. Oh, he's in the other room. He's probably like, no, I'm not. But I mean, our um, mom arrives tomorrow and, to be honest with you, I mean, I enjoy the chicken soup and the cuddles and the, I, I would want my mom to say, put on a coat or, oh, are you sure you're going to wear that? <laughs> I, I guess it's different with girls. I've never had girls. So I, I don't know. I mean, mm -hmm. in the last 10 years of my life, when the boys have really been grown up and, and on their own, uh, I have had these young women come into my life who were all like daughters to me. And I love them so much. And it's, I, I mean, honestly, it was like an answered prayer because oh, the boys are wonderful, but they're, they're not like that. They're not like, yes, I would like chicken soup. Um, and I think girls tend to be that way. And, and these, my, my adopted daughters are like that. Bill, and I'm so, I'm so, um, I'm, it may, just makes me so happy. Well, yeah, it was like, even back to designing women, I mean, to be on set with, with your friends, right? To, to be on set, it was just yeah. like, 
it's, that, that is like an, another extended family. And it's, it's also even leading back to Pretty in Pink, which by the way, like I am like fangirl forever. And I've always thought that Ducky was going to take me to prom. Um, but that to me, like it, that was such a girl's girl kind of film. Right. Well, you know, that the relationship that that character had to uh, Molly, I mean, I now have that. I, I'm, I'm the older experienced woman to these young, younger women. And uh, so I'm, I'm playing that out in real life. It's sweet. Oh, I love that. What, what advice are you giving to, to you know, as, as someone who has, you know, had, had the ups and downs of motherhood and whatnot, ad, advice that you, that you give to your friends, you know, to get through it? Oh, you know, whatever it is. I think, you know, sometimes it, um, it, it's nice to have uh, somebody who feels like a peer but has, you know, 30 years experience on you. Um, and, and, and isn't quite your mother who, you, you know what I mean? It, it's mother, motherly, but not the mother. Um, although I have to say it would really hurt my feelings if my, my, my sons were uh, leaned on other older women. Although I, I, I guess, I guess they do. Some of them have that. Anyway, it's all good. However, we can hold each other up for whatever reason. My God, the world is so nutty right now. Massively, yeah. which I, I want to ask you because you have recently worked with Women's March and just being just such a force for women's advocacy and everything that's going on in the world. Could you just touch a little bit more on, on what you have been just kind of projecting out there to get going? Trying. Um, I, I couldn't march. <laughs> leg up everyone for the busy mumsy listeners. Annie Potts has her leg up again. I did, I did, I did do some videos for them. I, I'm really, I'm really afraid for this generation coming up. I mean, in what kind of world do we now have less freedoms than we have had for the last 50 years? And uh, it, the mind reels to imagine um, where it will stop. Uh, and, you know, it, it's, it's against us. It's against our selfhood. It's against us being women, being people. Um, and, you know, women and brown people, they're just uh, not having it. Um, but I think that there's hopefully there's going to be uh, an overwhelming outcry and uh, they will see that this is just not. Not the way to go. Um, I mean, yeah. in 1973, when Roe v. Wade became law. I was just graduating from college. I've given a lot of thought to that lately because I, I remember, of course, I had friends who were in a situation where they had to make um, uh, difficult decisions, and uh, and I, you know, there was a thing 
in where I grew up in the American South. And it was like, if you got pregnant out of wedlock and you were a teen, then it was like code word. It's like, well, you know, she's gone to stay with her, her aunt in New Orleans. Like, I don't know if she had an aunt down there. Anyway, you went to stay with your aunt in New Orleans and there, there were lots and lots of orphanages there. I, I know this on the backside because I lived in New Orleans. We still own a home there and there, there are orphanages everywhere. And, uh, you know, from, from that time. Um, and also, on the other hand, you know, people would go to New Orleans and, and uh, adopt a baby as well. But, uh, boy, I hope we don't have to go back to that and I mean I mean women will die because of this because it's you know it's when you cannot welcome a child I mean these are these are first class problems that you and I have had about you know whether to walk your daughter around the block or just put her to bed right. but you know whether you're going to be able to feed your your child or you know because their daycare is unaffordable and 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 you just you just can't feed another mouth and of course it's not just another mouth it's a heart to it's a heart to tend a mind to nourish it's uh it's 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 just really it is heartbreaking to see us going through this again at this point. It, That's what it, I was going to say at this point. Why are we just, why are we just then reverting back 30, 40 years again? Why do we keep on flipping backwards and not progressing in a country that's all about progression and, and, and supposed to be and you know, the razzle, the dazzle and you know, the tech success, all of these things. Why is that something that has to do with a female's reproductive or, you know, why are we going back there? Um, because old white men, they don't really want us to have a mind and freedom. They, it's not in their self-interest, they think. But this is old think. It's going to, I cannot, I refuse to believe that it's that the, the darkness will not win. It, it just, it, it, it won't. It won't. It's like, like this latest shooting in Buffalo with uh, this, this, this man, uh, all this, you know, who's going to replace us? Jews will not replace us. They don't want women to replace them, whatever that means. Take their place. Um, seems we're so superior in every way. <laughs> <laughs> but yet need to be, uh, you know, muzzled, if you will, and, you know, told what to do and put into a corner. Well, we, yeah, we, I, I thought the whole business of the pandemic was going to be so instructive and bring us all, you know, it would be uh, love your neighbor, help your neighbor. Let's all sing Kumbaya. Um, I can be a little naive that way sometimes. I thought, yeah, this is our moment. We're giving, 
we're being given an opportunity here to to um, make it really right. And, uh, and then it who who politicized that? Who and why is it why is it okay to tell a woman it's okay to tell a woman that she cannot have control over her own body and make decisions, but nobody can tell anybody to wear a mask. That's against your civil liberties. It's like, oh, come on. What? Pick and choose, pick and choose. Uh, I those just don't seem to be things that you ought to have to pick and choose. And I, But then also putting it on the onus of each state and mm-hmm. taking it away from just, just as a, as a country, like why, why are we taking that and just putting it and then I, I just, and, and look, I'll, I'll be very honest, living in London now, living there for six years, living in the bubble of when you put the news on, uh, it's about, well, Boris Johnson and his little parties and shenanigans. And then you flip the channel and then it's, you know, about the Royals. So, you know, it's, you know, you, you kind of like, I feel like I've lived a little bit in a bubble over there. And then, you know, every now and then like you flip on to see and you're just like, what is my country? What is happening to my country? What is happening to that beautiful, glorious New York City that I feel like I grew up in? Like what is happening? And what is happening to humanity? I well, we're we're having a little stress test right now, uh, aren't we? Um, uh, I, well, Putin. It's like, come on, who who does this? Who 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 targets children's hospitals and maternity hospitals to to enslave another while telling his people that oh, they're trying to free the Russians who've been. Held held against their will in the Ukraine. Come on, yeah. It's it it all is maddening, and yet women still have beautiful children, and they have to try to figure out how to navigate navigate to to bring light and love to a little to to that little nugget that comes into the world to teach them the best they can possibly teach them. As a mom, as a grandma, what beautiful knowledge, words of wisdom you can give to any expecting or, you know, newly busy mumsy out there that is really trying to to do their best? Well, the early years do pass. You think, oh, my God, I'm never going to sleep again. And then... um, then you don't have a reason to get up. And I'll tell you, I'd rather just not sleep at all than not have a reason to get up. Um, uh, but I, I mean, there were times when I was working so much. We had five nannies on rotation and a college girl who lived in the apartment over the garage who was just came to be in our bed if we worked past midnight or had to get up at four in the morning. So there was always an adult person in the bed in case they crawled out of their cribs and needed us. That seemed really hard. I, I have to say those two or three years that it was like that, I, I cried a lot. 
<clears throat> but but I had loving people to help me raise them, and um, I tried to be there for all the important stuff. I, I asked in my contract that I could always be out on Halloween so I could hold their hand and take them around the neighborhood so they could experience strangers giving them candy, um, which is a lovely thing. They think people like them, and it's like, ooh, they gave me candy. Um, but it was, uh, I mean, it was, uh, it, it was really, it was really hard. Um, and that is the challenges of motherhood. And now going into a time that, it, you know, added pressures, added stress, mm -hmm. you know, we can, we can only hope as for me as, as a, you know, new mom and figuring it out each day, I, I, you know, obviously want to bubble wrap my child, but I also want her to find her voice and stand strong and stand up for herself and stand up for her rights. And so, you know, teach them young, keep them educated, keep them informed. And um, I mean, for me, it's just like I, you know, I caught myself removing myself from like, you know, what is going on in other parts of the world, AKA where I'm from, just mm -hmm. because maybe I was afraid to really take in what was going on. And, and being back here right now has just, you know, elevated and lifted so much. And I'm just like, my goodness, I just, I, I need to, you know, start young, be there for Adia to really educate and help her understand that, you know, there will be challenges ahead and it's not all rosy and it's not all tiaras and wearing pink and, you know, and it just isn't right. And, you know, she's going to have to put on her big girl pants. Yeah. But not, but not too soon. Not too soon. Um, well, my dad always, who was very wise, always said, you know, there's only two things you can do for your children, love them and give them a good education. Um, the rest is, uh, and of course, there's so many different ways to educate them, you know, educate them of the heart and the spirit and, uh, and uh, you know, textbooks, all of it. It's, you know, um, but man, I've, it's the best job I've ever had. It's the best role I've ever had, um, you know. There's, there's nothing, nothing like it. And, uh, I'm so enjoying seeing my sons, um, who are a new and different kind of generation taking on their children, you know, um, uh, I, I'm very, I'm very Anne Frank about it all. I, I, no matter what's going on, no matter Putin, no matter the Supreme Court, the, the patriarchy who doesn't uh, admire or support us, um, I still believe in that there's good and the outcome will be positive because uh, um, if I, if I didn't believe in a loving God, I couldn't put another step in front of the other. You know what? Uh, some friends that I've been doing, I, I belong to a wonderful women's group 
there's just there's nine of us and we've been together for almost 20 years now three of us are actors three are writers one is an entrepreneur and the other is a love coach and uh <laughs> and we about about five or six years ago one of us got cancer really uh, like leukemia like really bad like young she was like 51 i think and uh it it looked like it wasn't good she wasn't going to make it and we were of course distraught about it and one of the girls said oh my god what i mean what i mean what can we do what 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 do we do and i said there's i mean she's getting the best care all we can do is pray i mean really we just got to pray so Every day for a year and a half at 12 o'clock Pacific time, we took 10 minutes. You, it doesn't, didn't matter if you were in the middle of the grocery store. You just It, it would ding, ding, ding on our phone. You'd see little, little, little praying hands come up. You just stop and you close your eyes. I mean, you know, people don't pay any attention. They don't care. And we did that every day for a year and a half. And uh, she's fine now. And who's to say she had good medicine, she had good doctors. But I know that I had another friend who ended up going to see her doctor. And he, in their first meeting, he said, you know, when I die, I want to come back as Nancy's friends. Because he saw the value, too, of it. And uh, anyway, so those of us who have had the experience of almost losing a friend and sort of praying to keep her on the planet, um, I just tell everybody I run into, it's like, you know, we, we pray every day at noon, just <laughs> hop on that. It's like, you know, it's like the train that comes by every day. You just get on it. You can pray for whatever you want. doesn't matter. But it, it's, a, it's a lovely thing. And my dog is really wanting to get in here. Um, it's a lovely thing to, to have that connection. And it's palpable. Um, it's, it's, the real, it's the real deal. So I I don't know. I I don't know I don't know how else to save us. I mean really what can we do but be loving towards each other and um uh and just pray for the light to um to hold us all up. Massively as uh you know, it, it's so true. Women are, are fierce and ferocious. And when uh, you, you get a group of women together that truly lift and support, you're unstoppable. That's right. And I'm, that, that is so beautiful to, to know that you have that strong, connective group that, and you welcome anyone in. Yes. It, you know, it, it is the, the gift that keeps on giving. Yes. And, you know, 
as a mom, as a grandma, to, to continue to support and to love and to, to put out into the universe that we will get through tough times. And, you know, you know, both politically and even for anyone listening, you know, you're going through that rough time at home trying to figure out motherhood. It, it, it will pass. It will pass. You will learn, you will grow and you will move forward. Right. It's like if you've ever had the experience of being up all night with a sick baby um, and in the morning they're just all giggles and smiles and you go, wow, okay, that was rough, but here we are on the other side of it. Um, it's, it's Well, here's hoping that we get on the other side of all of it. And on the other side of it, that is only, you know, moving us all forward and not moving us 40 years backwards. Yes. We have our fingers crossed. Annie Potts, thank you so much for your time, your wisdom, your grace, all of it. I can't thank you enough. Thank you for having me. I, I was uh, delighted to do it anytime. Anytime, anytime. You are the best. You are the absolute freaking best. <laughs> Thanks so much for listening to this episode of the Busy Mumsy Podcast. If you have enjoyed this week's show, then please, please give it some extra love where, wherever you download your podcast and give it a five-star rating, a high five, a kickball change, a yes, yes, go Busy Mumsies. And don't forget, you can find out more information about this week's guest, what we discussed, and everything else related to the world of Busy Mumsy by clicking the link in the show notes down below. Thank you.